When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Apparently, man. <laughs> We're on. Yeah, geez, you're upbeat. That was wasted. Go again, please. And a very good morning, all. Oh, you've toned it down a bit. You've toned it down. But you're saying you're a bit tired, a bit sluggish this morning. Well, it was. it's sort of the start of the end for me, Heels, on Mount Cutha. Right. After... Oh, the first festival's been ha- that. Yeah, I'm sort of back from. Uh, well, I'm back from a couple of weeks' holiday at seven. And I've got two weeks to go. Right. As you well know. How much cake did you get in yesterday? No, no, no. That was all a little bit low-key. I had to do an interview, which they're going to run, I think, uh, towards my Mm -hmm. last night. So we sat in the studio, the new studio, for about 20 minutes or so, Georgie Chumley and I. And um, then... Who's Georgie Chumley? She's one of our journos. Mm. I thought you... You did a seven interview yesterday, too. Yes. Oh, right, to camera. Yeah. You had crash Mm. all over you. When yes. did that? Yesterday as well. Got to do a photo today. Oh, you got photos. Yes, with uh, with Sess. Notice you've had your hair cut. <laughs> yeah. Very flash. <laughs> so, um, you can't afford to be sluggish at this stage, Paddy. You're only one day into it. Oh, no, no, no. I was fine yesterday, but uh, it, was a, it was a long day, so I'm not getting used. I'm back to getting used to 15-hour days. Yeah, that's right. But there's only a couple of, uh, only what, a couple of weeks to go. You're what I call a goose. <laughs> Jeez, you've worked hard in the last three years. Christ. No, good, mate. But I love doing this with you every morning. We're right. at limo service starting at 5 o'clock from Shay Healy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, well, you were out to dinner with the fam last night. You probably didn't catch up with all the tennis, did yeah. you? Well, yeah, that's, what, that's right. You haven't you watched given me Andy a chance Murray to say yesterday. how tired I am. <laughs> like, no, it was a beautiful dinner we had. Beautiful. Yeah, do you think I'm allowed to say the restaurant? I think so. Alonda. Italian, modern Italian in Newstead. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful food and lots of selections. Um, so that was good. I'd had my fill of tennis. God, I watched all afternoon. Andy Murray. Andy Went Murray and Berrettini. Hours. I turned it on and I'm thinking, like, Berrettini is number 13. He's got 13 behind his name. Mm. But what's Murray got? Nothing. How did he get into the uh, Australian Open? Did he get a wild card yeah. entry or something? And I'm thinking it. How unlucky's Berrettini to get this <laughs> round one, and and Murray was two sets to love up when I turned it on. I'm yeah. thinking this is done. Berrettini must be dirty, but what the hell was he doing in the first two sets? If he could make such a comeback in the next two, and then almost in the fifth, mm. yeah, four break. It's a great story. That's enough for me. The tennis yesterday that was hard work. <laughs> Jesus, and it was hot. Super hot, then raining last night. Yeah, they oh, mini the hurricane, they say. Oh, so we've had a little bit of everything there. But look, there was good news. So Alexi Popperin has become the new king of late night. Well, when I came home from dinner, I saw him. I didn't recognise him with his haircut. Mm, well, he's copped delays, heat and rain. Uh, but he's he's through, which is fantastic. Yeah, he looks like something out of Top Gun. Yeah. He's beaten Taiwan's Jason Cheng. Uh, four six seven six six seven seven six six one. So he cruised through that final set. Finished at two o'clock this morning mm. Melbourne time. Not the latest. Do you know the late night record? Uh, we talked about it last year, I reckon. Yeah, two thousand and eight. Leighton Hewitt and Marcus Bagdadis finished at four thirty four. 
And and we hardly saw find. Baghdadis after that. I, I remember that. I went looking for that little sweaty bloke. <laughs> and uh, he, he didn't play that much after that. But, yeah, that was a, I remember that night. So if you're oh, around what about, time? 4.35. 4.34, yes, was the official finish time for that match back in 2008. And they're late and um, you've got doubles at 10 o'clock this morning. No, have we? Straight after. No, that's what they ha- would have had to say to Leighton. 4.34. You're right for the doubles. Sleep for a few hours. Yeah. Um, Dimonor, uh, very good last night. Djokovic, mm. uh, both advanced in straight sets, as we expect from the, the guns. I thought one of the best stories for Aussie yesterday was uh, another goal coaster, Kim Birrell. She got the, uh, upset the 31 seed, the number 31 seed, Kaya Kanepi. It was a quarter-finalist last year, so she handles mm-hmm. the service. And uh, she had to fight back from a set-down as well. So yeah. it was uh, it was a good well, fighting win. I was in the car listening to that one yesterday mm-hmm. on SEN, and uh, they, they were a bit downhearted after she lost uh, that set, the second set, and then she dominated the third. It was unreal. Remember, Johnny Millman was very keen to get out and, and watch Kimberly Birrell. Mm-hmm. She, he thought she was going to go well, and she did. Well, he hasn't it. got his wish. The, the, well, the visit to, uh, he told us yesterday that he was going to drop by Craig Tiley's office just to see whether he could get caught three again, where yeah. they're all very close there. The Aussie supporters are almost on top. What's he got? Midnight he's, on court 17? No, nah, he's got early evening Margaret Court Arena. Oh, no, well, well, he's, he's got Medvedev. Yeah. So it's, yeah, okay. you know. He's, Medvedev he's, beat him to the office, you're saying? Uh, yes, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's not too bad. Mm. Shouldn't, why do they call it? Arena. Why don't they just call it the Margaret Court? <laughs> so, yeah, maybe it loses a little bit if they do that, Hills. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the demon, um, he's playing the cards just like John Millman yesterday and pumping up this Aussie crowd because they're going to need the Aussie crowd, you know, right on. So not that they're not, but he, he, he just loves to rev them up. And uh, he was saying all the right things after this win last night. But yeah, I'm just happy to be here in Australia, playing here in front of you guys. There's no better feeling. I mean, it it doesn't matter who I play, I'm going to be up for it. And you guys just bring the energy, I'll be ready. So thank you guys. He and Leighton now planning world domination. Leighton was saying during the commentary, he just needs to get the serve a little more potent because he possesses all the other weapons. Yeah. You know, the ground strokes, the, the drop shots, the speed, speed. And, and all that sort of thing. Just needs to pump up the serve a little bit. But he he knows, the, the you know, and he's our big hope now um, of going through now that Kyrgios is out. He knows that the big guns will uh, will pop up very shortly. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of confidence. Huh? I knew I had that level for a while, uh, but to get these wins, it's... Uh, it's a different level, so now I know I can do it uh, every week, so that's the plan now. i just got to get to play those matches and back myself, so have a lot of confidence, believe in myself, and enjoy what I do out there every day. The Australian Open update, uh, thanks to Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar mm. is now available. Yeah, they're um, pumping that car up. Yeah, so who will we see today? Well, we, lo- we lost a couple overnight as well, although I can tell you the... For the Tanasi Kokonakis fans, he's been stranded by the weather down there yesterday, mm-hmm. the, the heat and the rain. He's up two sets to love over Fabio Fognini, who's been around for a long time, and 4-2 in the third. They're saying he's basically five points from victory, but he got stranded by, by the oh, weather. Oh, mate, so was Andy Murray about mid-afternoon yesterday. Mm. But dragged it out. 
Max Purcell, similar. He's two sets to one down, and it's six all in the fourth. And uh, we lost Jordan Thompson, uh, Jamie Fullis, and Chris O'Connell yesterday. But look, it hasn't been bad. A couple of early couple of days. Nick Thompson struggled the in the heat, didn't he? He got right yeah. in the hot bit. It yeah. was hard work, but he didn't want to go off. He had a three-hour delay and came out. He wasn't wasn't as good. Mm. Hey, uh, tonight, uh, Rinky Hitchikata, who was one of our first-round winners, he comes up against Sitsipas. I don't know whether you caught a bit. Sitsipas, um, he, he, they, they love him on tour. He's, he's, got a, he's got a great character. So he's been working on a couple of his Australianisms. And uh, in the interview with Todd Woodbridge, he was saying uh, he started off and, and he won in three sets, but you know, he had to battle through the last couple of sets. And Todd said, you know, you had to fight hard for those, uh, those last two. So he said, yeah, he said, oh, mate, he said. Crikey, that was a rip snorter, mate. <laughs> and and he, he sort of got that right, but uh, he was flat out like a lizard in the water. <laughs> well, they're pretty flat too, yeah, whether but, they're drinking or swimming, I suppose. Well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> he, he actually got Todd, he caught Todd out, didn't he? Before, yeah. He'd, he'd thrown a couple out there before Todd sort of say, oh, you're, you're doing the Australian so, lingo. Yeah, exactly right. But now, now that he's quite popular now, is he sits past? I don't think he was originally, was he? Because oh, his coach used to talk. Yeah, all the time. I know, I know, I know. But the, I think he he's become more endearing to the Australian crowd. They yeah. they like him now, and he has that huge Greek following. Obviously, yeah, right. you know, the massive crowds yeah. uh, down there following him around with the flags and that, uh, which is fantastic. Was it was it he and Kyrgios who had a little tiff uh, at one of the tournaments around? They have had their yeah. words. Yeah. I think Nick's had words with most. Yeah, no, good call. <laughs> Brighton Homes open line is 13, 13, 55. Love to hear from you this morning. If you've been watching the tennis, there's plenty happening in rugby league. There's plenty oh. happening in cricket as well. The uh, the women are up again today, game two. Yes. Uh, so if you want to see the world champs in action, Meg Lanning is back with them. Get out to AB Field, 10.05 start for game two of this series against Pakistan. Our text line is 0467 736 736. And don't forget, it's just great to have Brighton Homes on board for another year, Hills. Brighton is locking in your price now, you know, until 2024. So that gives you the confidence to build your dream home today. Now, um, plenty happening in rugby league. Strong press conference yesterday. Uh, Mitch Crone is handling the, the rugby league for us at seven now. Gave me a call straight after after Kurt Capel spoke, and he said, oh, boy, he said, there's plenty of meat in this for tonight's news. They've put the lettuce leaf away, have they? Oh, uh, yeah. And they've started to bring out the whip, mm. the players. Yeah, Jack's just telling me now that we, we'll have a chat to Travis Mayne from the Courier Mail a little later on. He's been across this right the way through mm. the summer. I think Pete Bedell's swanning in Fiji or Bali or somewhere like that. You know, so Travis, Travis has been made work all the way through Christmas, and he's doing a great job. He <laughs> had an exclusive in the paper today, which we'll, uh, we'll talk about as well, but... He's been right across this this whole CBA. We, we know the salary cap. And, you know, look, to mere mortals out there, they say, well, hang on a minute. They've just got a 25% pay rise. They've got it from 9.6 to 12.1 million. But it's about a lot more than that. And so we we knew about the Sharks and the Dragons cancelling their media commitments involving the NRL. Today, Heels, the Knights had a whole-of-squad offering for the media in Newcastle. That's been called off. I know the Dolphins have got one today at Suncorp at about midday. Be interesting to see whether that goes ahead. I'd say that one probably will because that's a general media call. It's mainly these what they call content collects for the NRL where they're going in and they're, you know, they do the photos and the pictures with the smoke and mirrors and all that sort of stuff. So 
there's a lot going on with this, and we'll we'll talk to Trav a little later on. But here's Kurt Capewell, and you know, they're not ruling out strike action. We don't want it to come to that. If the NRL are going to sit on their heels and, and not budge, then who knows where it's going to go. I can't work out whether they're sitting on their heels or they're not budging. No. Are they getting answers or are they getting answers that they don't like or are they not getting answers, mm. uh, the Players Association? It sounds to me like there's no discussion whatsoever. Well, the 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 NRL came out with a very terse statement yesterday afternoon and basically said there is ongoing discussions. And basically that's it. No one from the NRL talking at this stage. I know the uh, the, the Players Association would love the Landys to come, become involved as the, uh, you know, the, the head of the commission. Why? Just as long as someone's involved. Is mm. someone involved, you think? I just thought there was a standoff. Well, But if they're Andrew at the table Andrew's every day working their way through these issues, mm. which you've got a lot lot to do, how is that salary getting split up between yeah. your 30 players and, and how far does it filter down? And then what are the other conditions we're, we're after? Yeah. There's got to be medical. There's got to be workplace relations and, and all the conditions of that workplace. Um, and then... Post career, yeah, yeah. Post career stuff. The women, there's a lot to lot to get talking about. Yeah. So Capewell is saying that there is a united front here from the the 17 teams. This is the most united the playing group's ever been. You know, we we are all like brothers and sisters. Um, we all go through the same things day in day out. We all train our backside off. We all put our body on the line week in week out. And we've all got a you know, limited time, limited career. So we as a collective are trying to get the, the best deal and the fairest deal for players. So the body on the line issue uh, obviously is a, is a key to them. And the injury cover through the CBA was also raised yesterday. Andrew Fafita is a perfect case. He's had to have eight or nine surgeries in 12 months. Like he, By all means, he, he must rather stagger those surgeries out over you know, two or three years. But... The, the thing is, in the CBA, in the current CBA, you can't. You've got 12 months to get your, keep your body fixed. So there's a lot of stuff, mate. There's that. There's um, obviously stuff for our younger, lower-tier guys. And, and, and as I said, it's the first CBA for the women's game, so we want to get it right. And they haven't even started to discuss that stuff. It's supposed to be in for now, isn't it? Mm. The start of this year. Come on. Get it sorted, please. Show some mm. respect and get to the table. Mm. Okay, Vanessa's here with a special guest today. Yes. 